One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we've got a revenge story against a teacher who put somebody's kid in detention for farting. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, petty bus driver. I was on the bus yesterday. A random guy got on the bus and didn't validate his ticket. The bus driver yelled out, You need to validate your ticket. Random guy ignored the driver. Driver slammed open his door and stormed down the bus yelling, Validate or get off. Random guy ignored him, so the driver went back to his seat and started driving. After a few stops, the random guy pressed the button to get off the bus, but the driver keeps driving. After going past two stops, the random guy walks down to the front of the bus to ask to get off. The driver responds, You didn't hear me when I asked you to validate your ticket, so I don't hear you wanting to get off. Random guy had to go another few stops until another passenger got off. I'm impressed that the bus driver honestly gave in. This is a pretty easy situation to deal with, I feel like. You just say that the bus is not going to move until you validate your ticket, and you're going to get a lot of peer pressure from everybody else in the bus because everybody wants the bus to just keep moving. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of revenge, why not hit that subscribe button down below. Our next story is, insurance company wants to play games? I cost them an extra $17,000. I was in an accident back in June of 2022. Cut and dry, rear-ended, and all caught on video. Her insurance company, Geico, decided to give me the runaround. Would not pay for towing until I threatened to give it to a lawyer, and a bunch of other crap. The claim adjuster actually tried to tell me my car was worth less than it really was because it's fully loaded and some people don't want all the add-ons. My spouse is retired, doesn't really go out much, so I could have used their car to go to work instead of a rental. I really did not need a rental. Well, after they tried all their scams, I decided I was going to get a rental just to spite them. Now, the fun part. There were no parts for my car in North America. Nothing. It took five months to get all the parts from overseas and then another two months to finish the repairs of course i got a rental that was comparable to my car actual same make model and even the same color as it was all the dealer had available grand total it cost geico well over seventeen thousand dollars in car rental fees all because their agent wanted to be a jerk let's just put it how it is it's really easy to not feel bad at all for an insurance company even if they got a cute little lizard. This next story is, Entitled Parker parked in my driveway, so I blocked them in and got drunk all weekend. Friday night, I came home from work to find someone on our block was having a large party, and someone decided that they were entitled to park in my driveway. Keep in mind, my driveway is a single car width lined with a retaining wall on both sides and a garage at the end. Essentially impossible for a tow truck to come pull them out without property damage. Seeing this and the lack of street parking, I took this as a cue to park right behind them in my driveway. Now a few hours go by and their entitled parkers now knocking at my door, demanding I move my car so she can leave. Seeing as they were demanding, I informed them that I'd been drinking and would not move my car. The entitled parker then decides to call the police to get them to force me to move. When the police knocked on my door, I was sure to grab a beer from the fridge before I answered to talk to the officer. I had informed him that after I got home, I was unwinding and had been drinking and was in no shape to drive. At this point, their hands were tied because they couldn't tow her car out, 
I'm in no shape to drive and I'm legally parked in my driveway. I ended up telling the entitled parker that since it's a long weekend, I would be on a weekend long bender and they could come move their car after I go to work on Tuesday. This next story is, scammer sold me a broken 3DS, so I made sure he didn't get away with my money. A few years ago, I was scrolling through the Let Go app and saw someone had listed a Nintendo 3DS for only $20. The listing also claimed it had several digital games installed like Mario Kart, Mario 3D World, and other AAA games. I messaged the seller who agreed to meet me at a mall, and I got there early. I also negotiated it down to $15, since that was all the cash I had at the time, and he said fine. Anyway, he messaged me telling me that he'd arrived and was waiting in the mall parking lot. I headed outside and approached his car. He was with another guy and they were both sitting in the front. I gave him the cash and he handed me the 3DS and a case through the window and then he drove off. As I was walking back to the mall, I tried turning the 3DS on. It didn't power. So I figured, alright, maybe the battery just needs to be charged. I headed to the mall's GameStop and the clerk kindly let me use a 3DS charger to charge it. It still didn't work. The thing was truly dead. I opened Let Go and messaged the seller, telling him the 3DS wouldn't turn on. He just said, yep, it's dead, then blocked me. I was outraged, since the guy told me it worked, only to scam me. I knew I just had to get back at him somehow. I opened the Let Go app again, but this time... I made another account pretending to be someone else. I went to the scammer's seller page and saw he had one other item for sale, a green tinted glass bong. Then I had an idea. I messaged him again, posing as someone else, and told him I'd offer him double the price he listed the bong for, I think around $20, but only if he'd meet me at an outlet mall in another city 32 miles away. He eagerly agreed. Of course, I didn't actually meet him there. About a half hour later, the guy sent me several messages telling me he arrived, asking where I was, etc. I didn't respond. He then sent me a bunch of angry messages calling me a piece of crap and whatnot for making him waste all that gas only to not show up. I replied with, that's what you get for selling me a broken 3DS you freaking scumbag, revealing who I was, then signed out. I also ended up selling that 3DS on eBay for parts for about $40. I'm the last person you want to scam. I was going to say, if you took that to a repair shop that knew what they were doing, you'd probably be able to flip that 3DS for a lot more than $15. This guy honestly sounds like a dumpster diver that found some kind of broken 3DS somewhere, and judging by the only other item being a bong, wanted to flip it for some kind of quick cash for something. This next story is daughter-in-law pettiness. My husband's mother is hardly ever involved with our kids unless we do the calling and the texting. Well, for the past three years, she's had me on silent and barely answers her phone when my husband called her. So she missed out on a lot of outings because she didn't want to be bothered. Now before you come at me, she never returned the phone calls or text messages. Well, our youngest kid's birthday is coming up and the weekend we're celebrating it with family just happens to be the weekend she's away. I knew this and I waited to tell her until it was too late for her to back out of her plans. She seemed hurt that she wasn't invited to the celebration, but I'm tired of my kids being hurt. I know it may not seem petty to you guys, but it felt great. Our next story is, brother's wife returns Christmas card, so I took away access to our HBO Max. 
My family, mom, brother, and his wife live in Pennsylvania. I live in a different state many miles away. My husband and I took a quick trip to New York City for a show but didn't visit with them. I don't have a relationship with my brother's wife because she's not a nice person and has never been anything but rude and disrespectful to me and my mother. We don't contact each other except for when I send a Christmas card every year. They do, however, use our HBO Max subscription. After the New York City trip, she flipped out and texted me after neither of us had contacted each other for over a year. She said I was awful and clearly didn't care about her and that if I ever sent the mail again, she would return to sender. It was jarring, coming out of the blue, but that's what she does. I eventually laughed it off. She's cuckoo bananas. Well, the Christmas card we sent arrived back in our mailbox at the beginning of the week. Excellent. If you want to be petty, I can also be petty. I checked their HBO profile throughout the week. They started watching the Harry Potter movies. They were halfway through the second movie, so I changed the password and signed out of all devices. Oops. Sorry. If you say I'm no longer a welcome part of your life, you don't get to watch Harry Potter on my dime. I just hope that they understand exactly what happened here, and hopefully they understand that they deserved it. Our next story is, I said don't drink my drinks. I drink tons of water. My hubby, not so much. But I've been making flavored water lately and it's grown on him. We always have huge cups of water in the house. Lately we've been teasing each other about who drinks each other's drinks more, both guilty as freak. But for the past few days, I've been making drink mixes for health reasons. One is an ACV Honey Lemon Cayenne Pepper Tea Mix, and another is a Lemonade Flavor Kidney Stone Drink that is surprisingly good for what it is. I told my husband to stop drinking my health drinks. While he agreed, I noticed my lemonade dwindling. So, to test my theory, I brewed a cup of extra strong cayenne tea in a black coffee cup. You can't tell what color the drink is and left it in the fridge, telling him it was medicine and not to touch. I went to do laundry and wouldn't you know, Hub is screaming at the top of his lungs after taking a huge gulp. I think my drinks are safe for now. Our next story is sisterly revenge over a haircut. I was in fifth grade and it was right before school pictures and my older sister, 16 at the time, kept pressuring me to let her cut my hair. I kept saying no, but she kept bullying me and started saying how bad it looked, it was uneven, I was going to look stupid in my pictures, etc. Well, I wasn't very confident at that stage and started getting self-conscious, and so I caved. I let her cut my hair, but I told her to only trim the bottom, and she couldn't touch the hair around my face that was a bit shorter than the rest. She trims the bottom, and I think we're done. But then she really fast takes the scissors out and cuts a big chunk off the hair along the side of my face, essentially turning it into bangs. I freak out, start panicking. Meanwhile, my sister says it's fine and that she can fix the other side. I'm sure you know where this is going, but to get it even, she had to keep going shorter and shorter on each side because it was never quite matching up. After the fact, I was devastated. I was basically a shell of a human switching back and forth between sad and angry tears. A day or so later, I was staring at myself in the bathroom mirror when I just looked down at her toothbrush. I grabbed it, and then my eyes went to the toilet, and then back to the toothbrush, and then I did it. I cleaned the toilet with my sister's toothbrush. 
I scrubbed under the brim, along the sides, no part of the bowl untouched. And then I put it back in the holder on the counter. For weeks and months, every time I went to the bathroom, I looked at that toothbrush and felt a rush of satisfaction. Even long after my hair grew out and was fixed, I never told a living soul what I did because I wanted her to use that toothbrush for as long as possible. I kept that secret for more than 15 years. My sister was so pissed when she found out what I did, but I have no regrets. It helped me heal from the worst haircut of my life, and thus, my story of petty revenge. Honestly, considering how long it had gone without letting her know, I think I would have just taken it to the grave with me. Also, when I was a kid, I kind of did something similar with my sibling, except it wasn't like disgusting. I had just put like a drop of safe liquid soap on his toothbrush before putting some toothpaste on there and saying, hey, I prepared it for you. Thing is though, they didn't even notice. Our next story is, a couple of posh kids pushed me off of a big foam column for no reason. Just remembered when I was a kid and on holiday in southern England, sat atop a giant foam column that you had to climb up. I was pretty shy and awkward back then, but always game for a laugh with other kids. Anyways, this well-spoken brother and sister decide to join me and start asking my name, etc. I am overjoyed to have made some potential new friends. Then I notice the sister whisper into her brother's ear with a grin on her face. And before I have time to know what's going on, he pushes me and I fall to the ground flat on my face. The siblings are now guffawing as I pick myself up and immediately push the entire column over watching them also fall to the ground flat on their faces. Only now, they're both crying their eyes out. Well done, little me. This next story is, Wanna stay late when I can't ask you to leave? Fine by me. This was a hot minute ago, mid to late 90s. I was working evening slinging coffee at a well-known international coffee chain, you know the one, while I finished my degree. The coffee chain had just introduced a brand new blended frozen beverage that made all the baristas' lives a living heck. I still can't drink the crap to this day, but it was pretty popular, especially with the younger patrons. As my location was right next to the only mall in the area, we were inundated by teenagers pretty regularly. Most were respectful and nice, except this one group of girls. They were there nearly every evening not tipping, being loud and obnoxious as freak, making and leaving messes everywhere. We all despised them. When the new blended frozen drinks came out, the group of teenage succubi found a new improved way to make our lives difficult. They would descend upon our location in mass, even bringing new nasty girls with them. They would all order the blended frozen drink, but each order would be just a little bit different. This would ensure that we could only make one drink at a time in the one blender we had. The little slogs would even lean over the counter and monitor us to make sure every one of their drinks were exactly made to the specification and to ensure we didn't screw it up. The girls had also picked up the lovely new habit of staying past closing. Rules of the coffee chain at that time were that we couldn't ask anyone to leave after we closed. We could start cleaning duties, even turning some lights off here and there, but we couldn't be like, hey, we're closing, can you take your beverage outside? Dumb rule, but most people would see us starting to shut down and head for the door. Not the brigade. Oh no. Their leader confronted one of my coworkers one night as he swept and mopped near them. 
roughly 15 minutes past closing. You can't ask us to leave. My aunt is a manager at coffee chain, so I know. Dude hadn't even acknowledged them. This wasn't an everyday occurrence, but believe me when I say we were done. About two or so weeks after they'd confronted my coworker, I was closing. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I had one other person with me, and I'd volunteered to close the front of the store. The mean girls were camped out in their usual corner. I started wiping down tables. I heard giggling and looked in their direction. They had knocked a piece of coffee cake on the floor. Crumbs were everywhere. Not only this, but they were all looking at me and smirking, and the ringleader shrugged and said, Oops. I was freaking done. I finished wiping down the tables while I formulated my plan. I ducked behind the counter and motioned for my coworker to join me in the back. I told her my plan, grabbed a mop, and moved back behind the counter near the flavored syrups. I poured a nice amount of raspberry syrup into my mouth and headed back into the general vicinity of the flock of biznatches. After a few moments of totally inconspicuous mopping, I lurched towards the girl, clutching at my abdomen, with a terrified look on my face. This is quite successful in diverting their attention toward me. Exactly what I want. After I make a few more puke-like lurches, I spew forth the raspberry syrup all over the floor. It went everywhere and it looked like I'd vomited blood. To say that they freaked out would be an understatement. A collective high-pitched screech rose up from the group as they grabbed their purses and scrambled for the door. Drinks were spilled. One girl tripped and fell. Chairs were knocked over. It surpassed my highest expectations. It was glorious. They were still scrambling around the parking lot and crying as I calmly walked to the door and locked it, with my coworker laughing hysterically in the background. We started cleaning up the absolute worthwhile mess, still falling out as they silently watched for a few moments before piling into three cars and leaving. Never heard anything from management, never got written up, never saw those girls again will forever be remembered as the single greatest event in my retail career. I'm just stuck on how dumb of a rule that is that you can't tell customers to leave. A paycheck is a paycheck, but I don't want to stick around for 15 plus minutes after closing just because somebody wants to sit there and slurp on their melted frappuccino for an hour. This next story is blocked the view I waited two hours for. Enjoy pulling the gum off your expensive shoes. I was at a relatively small venue concert with standing room only. We got there early and got a great place. As the crowd formed, space naturally became tighter and tighter. As the concert began, a guy taller than us pushed through the crowd on his way to the front like he was meeting up with someone that saved a spot for him. 
But when it got to us, he stepped directly in front of us and stayed there, no friends waiting for him. We couldn't see the performance and he had a few pre-concert drinks, so he was obnoxious already and getting side-eyed by the crowd around him. After almost two hours of waiting, this guy took our view away. So instead of confronting him, I chewed gum one piece at a time and threw it down on the ground where he was dancing. His fancy shoes eventually had 15 pieces of chewed gum stuck to the bottom. His frustration was palpable and he left to go take care of it. We never saw him again. It's one of my prouder moments. I can only imagine this guy shows up in like thousand dollar Yeezys or something and just gets this gum all over the bottom. Our next story is Concert Revenge. This is my friend's story, but definitely one worth sharing. So my friend Josh, not real name, used to date a girl Sarah. Now, there were two concerts that they both wanted to attend. One in October, and one in January. Josh bought the tickets for the October one, and Sarah bought the tickets for the January one. Not long after the October concert, their relationship broke down. The nail in the coffin being Sarah cheating on Josh. They weren't on great terms after the breakup, but not terrible either. Sarah agreed that Josh could keep his ticket to the January concert, as he'd paid for the October ones, standing tickets, so it's not like they would be seated next to each other. A few weeks before the concert, it sells out. Shortly after this, Josh asked Sarah for the concert ticket, but she told him that she had changed her mind, and was now giving the ticket to her friend instead. Josh asked both her and the friend to not do this as it was unfair and the concert had now sold out. Sarah and her friend refused and Josh was mad and upset until he got to thinking that actually maybe Sarah had already emailed him the ticket. He frantically checked his emails and to his joy found that she had actually sent the concert ticket to him months earlier. Additionally, this wasn't a ticket with a name on it so the first person to use it got it. Josh didn't say a word and organized with a friend of his to attend the concert as soon as the doors opened. Knowing that it would be unlikely that Sarah and her friend would do the same as the main act wasn't on until a couple hours later. His plan was successful and 30 minutes before the main act started, Sarah messaged Josh angrily asking him if he'd used the ticket. In response, Josh sent a photo of him and his friend enjoying the concert ultimate petty revenge. These were the good old times when you probably still used paper tickets. Nowadays it's almost all exclusively overcharged ticket master linked to an account. This next story is, lady does not want to let me finish buying my groceries so she can wait because I was there before her. This just happened a couple hours ago. Nothing fancy, just petty. I came home from work and after arriving home, I just took the groceries list and went for shopping in the market next to my house. I bought all that I needed, went to the cashier, and after finishing putting all the items on the conveyor, I realized that I'd missed a couple of items. The guy in front of me was finishing and was about to pay, so I told the cashier and they gave me the thumbs up to go for the items. So I went for them rather quickly, not because I was in a hurry but not to make anyone behind me wait in case the cashier was quick processing everything. I came back and the cashier was just beginning to process my groceries. Also a lady in her late 40s was unpacking her shopping already. I just tried to interrupt her for a second but she just scoffed at me and completely ignored me each time I tried to address her. I guess she thought I just wanted to take the couple of items I had in my hand and decided that over her dead body or similar. So 
Well, I wasn't in a hurry and the cashier just gave me a seriously and a tired look. I could have gone passing the cashier's area and just done it from the front, but she annoyed me and I felt petty, so I simply waited. The cashier finished processing my items on the belt and just stopped. I truly believe she really wanted that rest because she didn't say anything to me. So we waited and waited. Five minutes after the lady in front of me was tapping her feet and puffing and after another five minutes, she asked a bit rudely to the cashier where the heck was the person who had the groceries before her, to which the cashier responded with a smiley, he's behind you, but she didn't let him pass earlier. If looks could kill, she grumbling let me pass. I give the cashier my items and, of course... I paid in cash and took my sweet time to find my wallet, the exact amount of money it was, because I know that late in the afternoon the markets here can be low on cash. I wasn't able to find the exact amount, but yes, something close to it, and with a nice huffing and puffing is background music. I just said goodbye to the cashier, gave another smirky goodbye to the lady, and I went on my merry way back home. As I said at the beginning, nothing fancy, just petty that put a smile on my face after a long day of work. Our next story is, want to put my kid in detention for farting? You can pay the cost of getting him home. So this story takes place in the mid-2000s when I was at secondary school, which is basically high school for you Yankee doodle dandies. I was 13 and going through that awkward stage in life where everything is changing in you constantly. One thing that was changing was the amount of gas my body created after a particularly long series of curries and chilies that my family made on the regular, as they were cheap meals to cook and easy. Plus, despite being as English as Paddington Bear, we loved spicy food. So the story takes place over a series of French classes in which I had a showdown with this very petty French teacher who we'll call Mrs. F. She regularly puts kids in detention over everything. And while some was justified, like talking in class and not doing homework, for me, she decided that the fact that I was a half-decent student who was courteous and polite because I would occasionally fart in class, that was enough to put me in detention if someone smelt it and made a fuss. I tried everything to stay away from this woman's wrath, like staying at the back of class by a nearby open window, to asking my parents if I could have something that was less likely to bring me flatulence. This all came to a head though when I was regularly being given detention despite no obvious discipline issues. The school wasn't obligated to tell my parents why I received detention and the teacher didn't want to share I think. For a while they kept it hidden as both of my parents worked until they got home anyways and generally I was thinking that they couldn't do anything about it. That was until I was put into after-school detention on my 14th birthday. Now, my parents always made a fuss about my birthdays, as it was close to Christmas, and they knew that I liked a day when I could pick anything for dinner and anything to do all night long. Now, this detention was scheduled to last for two hours, so there was no way I was getting home before mom and dad did, and they were pissed when they found out that for nearly two months straight, I'd have been losing break times, lunch times, and hours of my home life to this woman's insanity in her efforts to get me to stop farting. Now, my dad was home after my mom every day, and he asked my brother where my mom and me were, as my mother had to come and get me after calling the school to find out I was in after-school detention. 
She was, after all, planned to be ready to take us all out for a paid reservation in an Italian restaurant, as my favorite food is and always has been lasagna. So, while Dad is frantically trying to get the reservation changed to no avail, Mom is collecting me. But when she finds out that Dad failed to get the money on the reservation back, or the time changed, she wasn't happy. But she was pissed when she found out everything about why I was in detention and how much time I'd spent in it. Bear in mind that, until this point, I had disguised my after-school detentions as doing extra work for school projects. So I was regularly just given bus money and told it's fine. Now this time I thought I would try getting my French teacher to be nice as it's my birthday but no chance. So the following day, after my birthday, my mom took the day off work and I was called into the school office to have a sit down with my French teacher and the headmistress. My mom let me say my piece first and I asked my mom that I was trying not to disturb anyone but sometimes it just happens. I made sure to be as innocent as possible. The headmistress asked Mrs. F what compelled her to think that flatulence and class was worth so much punishment, to which she replied because he needs to learn to control himself. My mom then went on about how much money the family had spent getting me home from school because I couldn't take the 3 o'clock bus that my bus pass covered and they had to spend close to 15 British pounds a week getting me home. She then added the cost of her workday she had to take off and the reservation they lost on my birthday. She then did something I didn't see coming. She pulled out a pile of bus tickets and receipts along with a pay stub from work to demonstrate the cost she was having to expend, going, so is the school paying me for all of this or are you? Because I'm holding both responsible for the cost. In total, between the bus tickets and the lost reservation and pay for the day, it was about 250 pounds. Mrs. F then goes boldly, I'll discipline your child until he learns that he won't disturb the class with his disgusting body. I shrunk at this statement just a little bit, then my headmistress said something I'll never forget. Don't worry about those costs. Mrs. F will be paying for them in full out of her pocket before you leave today if she wants to keep her job. As I can see your point that your child is not being a bad kid, just a little bit gassy. Mrs. F, if you wish to put any child in detention from now on, I'll be reviewing it before approving the detention, as it is clear that you're abusing your power as a teacher. Now pay this lady her money and get back to work. With that, Mrs. F was fuming and agreed to pay my mother out of her paycheck. The school office handed the money over to my mother, who proceeded to spend it on extra Christmas presents for me and my older brother that year. Oh, and how did my mom finish up her petty revenge? She told me to sit in front of Mrs. F's desk and loaded me up regularly on anything that would let me guff, which I did with her never being able to punish me again. I just feel bad for everybody else in that class that has to deal with the collateral damage. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.